0: hi everyone welcome back to the battle of the ages podcast i'm ben some of you know me as false proof on today's episode we'll be going through the top five crime games the games where it lets you live out your fantasies of being a criminal uh without any of the consequences of going to jail so that's going to be fun. We're also going to talk about uh, a bunch of gaming news because it's been a little bit since we've been here. So we got a couple things we want to talk about. But I got to introduce my co host, my boy, the one, the only Mr. Jeff. What's going on, man?
1: Hello, hello, and welcome to our show. Yeah, well, we've been gone for a little while. That's the real crime—is that we've been depriving people of the Battle of the Ages podcast here. Uh, yeah, try to get back on a little bit more of a regular schedule here. If if Ben, we may we Ben's yeah, time. I'm sorry. Us, I'm sorry.
0: So, uh, this is this is mostly on me. This is kind of like the busier it's all, season. It's
1: all on you, I'd say.
0: Oh, oh, thank you.
1: My, my schedule is still the same as always. So I'm, yeah, I'm ready oh, for every week. But
0: oh, okay, listen. I was gonna get to the point of why there hasn't been as many podcast episodes. I'm working on a secret project that's gonna affect all of my stuff, but it's also gonna affect the podcast in a good way. I feel like when you say effect, it usually doesn't have a positive connotation, but this is good. This is good. Yeah, Especially I don't. I the don't, podcast.
1: Yeah, I don't know if it's really gonna affect the listeners that much. You guys, no, you might not even notice it. You know, depending on on how how you get this podcast and stuff like that. Yeah, don't worry that, oh, we're going uh, on Patreon or going to make you pay or try to get money from you or anything like that. It's nothing like that. Um, I don't think
0: any podcast can literally make people pay. Unless it's like some other person, like I've seen YouTubers do that where they have like a Patreon exclusive podcast, but it's not like I've, I haven't seen podcasts do like you have to pay to listen to our podcast and that's all their Patreon is. So I don't think that's ever going to happen.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Yeah, if anything, yeah, it'll be like an extra thing that podcasts will do if they're really big where they'll put some stuff on Patreon for you to pay for. But yeah, I I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if there's any podcasts that are strictly pay. You have to pay to listen to the podcast no. or anything.
0: We're, we're not doing all.
1: that. Uh, yeah, don't worry. We're we we're, we're not uh, getting too big for our britches or anything. Or gonna try to fleece you all or anything. Podcast is gonna be free. Same podcast as always. Uh, I'm not. We're not getting a, a replacement for Ben, unfortunately. So don't get your hopes wow. up for that either. Well,
0: actually, <laughs> what I realized is that in this new project, we could be on other podcasts too. I'm just saying. The opportunity is there, so you could hear me on a different podcast. You could even hear Jeff on his own podcast. Who knows, man? Yeah, but, there, uh,
1: there, there could be some opportunities for yeah, different offshoots and different different opportunities to to spread our wings a bit here. We'll see how it goes here. Uh, so far, it's uh, been a bunch of promises without much results. As okay, as <laughs> he's he's
0: again shifting all the blame to me, but it's fine. I'm just here trying to live my life, well, am I trying to work blame. on it. You're
1: the one who's doing it. I'm not doing anything.
0: Well, to, yeah, to be fair, this is a project that I'm heading and that I haven't told Jeff about. And this is sort of the reason why we've had delays. So I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't even
1: really know what's going on. Honestly, I'm barely no more than the listeners do from what you've told me. So ah, we'll just wait and see. Chances are nothing's going to change, folks. Don't worry about it too much.
0: You're an uh, animal. Listen, I'm telling you, this is a good change.
1: If it ever happens.
0: You're so, you're so fucking mean. <laughs> you asshole. Nah, I'm just kidding. All right. Just kidding. Let's All the move best on. to you,
1: Ben. Good luck. I'm sure you can do it.
0: All right. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you so much for your words you're, you're, of encouragement. Uh, Let's talk about video games. That's what we're here to talk about.
1: No, nah, but seriously, yeah, video games. Um, yeah, it's getting just about to the time. Fall is almost here big games are going to start being crank are going to start cranking out here real soon. Spider-Man is just around the corner that kicks off the whole holiday fall season for video games and so many big ones coming. They just had the Gamescom conference where we got some more announcements and looks at upcoming games, Ben uh i know you're the game you're most excited about is smash brothers right ultimate
0: oh hell yeah i'm excited because already the roster is crazy then they had a direct a couple weeks ago it got even crazier they showed off some gameplay at gamescom everybody's looking hella good i like the difference between the regular fighters and the echo fighters and then the fact that you can fight as ridley and king k rule that's pretty dope. Oh, and freaking Simon Belmont from Castlevania. Like, that shit's bananas. That's two Konami characters. That's not even one. It's Snake and Simon Belmont. He wasn't in it before? No. That this is weird. the first time that Simon Belmont's been in the game. Snake was in Brawl.
1: Yeah, yeah. I know Snake was in it before. I assumed, I, I, don't know. I assumed that Castlevania guy would have been in there before. It's like, I mean,
0: Castlevania is almost like... Uh, it's almost like Kid Icarus in that it's like the titles haven't been relevant, but they always had like this one cool game on the NES. Yeah. But, well, with Castlevania is different though because it's been on so many different consoles and it really hasn't had a great history. Like it, there was like Symphony of the Night that was awesome. Then there was Castlevania '64 that was good, but it looked super weird. Then there was like kind of this weird abyss where it was like mostly Game Boy Advance games, and they had like a fighting game on the Wii. And now they're sort of kind of bringing it back because Konami realized that now that they don't have Hideo Kojima, they kind of have to rely on their licenses to stay afloat.
1: Yeah, Castlevania's been a bit hit and miss over the Mm. years. And I I was thinking there that, yeah, maybe it's, it's just because I'm so old that I... I equate Castlevania with Nintendo, whereas, yeah, yeah, I guess maybe a lot of younger peoples, maybe they equate it with PlayStation, where they grew up playing Castlevania games too, so, but yeah, that's great that he's in Smash Brothers, and yeah, I mean, you know, I'm not a Smash Brothers fan, I don't really get it, the appeal of it all, but I, I can see how if you were a fan, that you would definitely want to want to get this game how how you'd be excited for this game yeah the it's a huge roster of fighters even just like what is it 42 fighters or something that you can pick nah from? at this
0: point they're in the 70s oh
1: is it that much even oh my god yeah uh, because they're bringing yeah, back everybody yeah, like anyone
0: right. who's been in a smash brothers game yeah. plus all these new fighters yeah
1: yeah yeah it's yeah it's definitely looks like it's going to be a good a good value uh, with lots of tons of content in there and stuff, so great for fans of that game. Uh, what... Honestly,
0: if this was the last Super Smash Brothers game, I'd be fine with it because it just there's everybody's here, everybody's here. Well, I mean uh, that's kind of that's just... kind of their like marketing tagline that everyone is here. I was gonna but... say
1: what uh, what characters would you like to see added? Are there any maybe a characters from other franchises? Any dream characters that you think they should add?
0: I mean, for me, uh, like dream, dream character, since he was in Ultimate Marvel versus Capcom 3, I definitely would say Phoenix Wright. That shit would be bananas. I would be super excited oh, for that.
1: Yeah, yeah, he's in, I thought he was in Smash, but yeah, that's right. He's no, in he's in, he's Capcom, in Ultimate Com, Marvel right, versus right.
0: Capcom 3. That's actually why I bought that game, yeah. was so I could fight as Phoenix Wright. I kind to get
1: those games confused almost, because it's just, you know, they're both mashups character games yeah and fighting games. well i
0: mean they kind of keep it strictly like marvel and capcom yeah but,
1: but i don't know like isn't mega man in smash brothers too yeah but surprisingly mega man
0: is not in ultimate marvel versus capcom 3 hmm. it's really weird i don't know why but yeah they knows? still have like zero and tron bond but that's a whole other issue weird license but the thing we're talking about right now is yes phoenix right a lot of people still want goku Mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind Goku, but he's like in he's in a bunch of other different fighting games. Like he's obviously in Dragon Ball Fighters. He's going to be in the Jump Force game that's coming out this year. So it's like he's already had appearances in very recent fighting games. But honestly, I would not be mad to have Goku in Super Smash Brothers. Yeah yeah he would yeah
1: probably be a good fit as yeah. far as yeah. the art style and his his mm. kind of abilities and things like that i want bonk they should put bonk
0: in bonk Smash could actually Bros. be kind of cool it'd be almost like the pac-man type like retro character yeah
1: with his huge head and he's jumping around smashing guys with his noggin, yeah. stuff like that eating meat powering up yeah uh, i no, would decent. be decent good, good um, addition and you know nintendo and has had like turbo graphics games on the virtual console and stuff they seem to to at least have access to those kind of games and stuff maybe they could get the license for bonk
0: yeah i mean it'd be interesting i don't know how well it would do and i don't know if it would want people to see a new bonk but sure bonk i'm down to (laughs) see bonk
1: how about smash brothers uh, how about the guys from contra the two soldiers from Contra, hey, they could be like. That could a be team. interesting.
0: It's Contra almost like, uh, it's. I guess it would almost have like the Kid Icarus effect, where it's like a franchise that hasn't really been like, you know, very prominently featured. Because like Kid Icarus was kind of dead after its Game Boy release, and then uh, Sakurai was just like, hey, we're gonna bring Pit into Super Smash Brothers, and. He got super popular, and now he has his own game.
1: Maybe it would breathe a breathe a new or put give a new breath of life into some of these series and stuff if they yeah. start bringing back some of these old classic yeah. characters, you know? Hmm. Uh,
0: yeah, I, I mean, know, if they, it, it, maybe.
1: A, throw throw anybody in there. What if they just did a fighting game that was just everybody from every fighting game ever?
0: Well, that's what Mugen is. That's literally Mugen, or Mugen. Mugen. It's basically just like a fighting game and it's like uh, everybody maker. Everybody
1: from everybody?
0: Yeah, like people just make their own fighters. It's like 600 characters and it's like, <laughs> I can fight Goku and Shrek or I can fight, you know, the Ninja <laughs> Turtles against like, I don't know, G.I. Joe. Just dumb shit like that, right? Yeah,
1: that does sound cool. Yeah, that's kind of... Yeah, high. obviously
0: yeah. It's, it's not as like polished because it's yeah. not they're not official games. I mean, with fan games, you can go with anything. And on that note, if they weren't... It, in the new injustice i would have said ninja turtles but i i played as them emin- i played the injustice 2 version of the ninja turtles it was cool i just don't feel a need for the ninja turtles especially in super smash brothers i don't really know what other i mean there's like a lot of nintendo characters that would be kind of cool like obviously everybody wants gino from super mario rpg i mean that would be interesting cuz he can like pull off his limbs and stuff oh, oh i don't yeah i don't know who that is he's from well that's why you gotta play super mario rpg on your super nintendo classic
1: i guess so i guess so yeah yeah, yeah. i haven't really played much of the super nintendo classic with all the modern games to play and Fortnite. too oh
0: my there's so many games man i can't keep up
1: yeah i know yeah and it's getting worse it's getting worse uh, we're still just talking about like upcoming games other than smash is there anything else that kind of piqued your interest and coming out of gamescom anything that you out of gamescom yeah, not a yeah.
0: whole lot the the sekiro special edition looks interesting mm-hmm. i mean this the Se- spider-man playstation 4 looks sick if i didn't have a ps4 <laughs> yeah. i would buy the f- goddamn shit out of that ps4 because oh my god it looks awesome it
1: looks pretty cool it's a little bit garish maybe this is bright red yeah but that's there, like it's but... just so
0: cool it's like spider-man bro it's like think about how dope spider-man is as like a concept like just spider-man just this dude who swings across walls he's bright he's colorful he's fun and then dude, they have you don't have to tell what? me
1: how, how cool spider-man is dude i was watching spider-man before you were a twinkle in your parents eyes there buddy so don't do I thought you me. were
0: gonna say I thought you were gonna go a lot further down than <laughs> that, <Jeff. laughs>
1: I was thinking about it for a second but uh well I'm trying to keep a little modicum of class in this podcast here today uh but uh uh what was I saying yeah no yeah Spider-Man's awesome and stuff yeah it's just I don't know if I'd really want that on my shelf all the time or whatever but you know how, how how i'd feel about it a year from now i've had this bright red playstation sitting there but it is it looks cool it's definitely yeah definitely neat looking and yeah spider-man of course i uh, mentioned that earlier that's the big one coming out soon you said Sekiro: shadows die twice that's yeah. uh looks like it's almost like a dark souls type game from what i hear like that yeah. type of uh there was
0: the fallout 76 xbox one that doesn't look that much different than a regular xbox one they did announce a release date though oh, oh yeah yeah for fallout or fallout yeah, yeah fallout yeah. 76
1: yeah that's coming i thought they already announced it well they that sort of, of they kind areas. of like they, it's anyway. like you
0: know the range the range of dates now it's like i think if they said something like november 14th
1: yeah, yeah, that's usually yeah. when Fallout games come. as mid-November there, so that's not a huge surprise. But uh, yeah, that'll be interesting. I don't know. I'm not that excited about it. Was it being like an online competitive slash co-op building simulator type thing? I don't know. It, uh, uh, we'll wait and see, I guess, before I yeah pass judgment. I don't know. On it, I don't but...
0: think it's going to be a day one buy for me unless it's like unless it's like a little cheaper on PC, but. I don't know, man. Like, I got other stuff I can play. Obviously, I got Smash Ultimate. I have the Tales of Vesperia remake. I have Spider-Man PS4. Then I got a bunch of titles I can look to 2019 for. I still got, you know, stuff I got to cover for my YouTube channel. It's like, I got too many goddamn games to play.
1: All right. Cool. So those are the the games that Ben is looking forward to, everybody.
0: Yeah. But there's too many games to think about, man. Like, it's just... Uh, and it's like trying to pay for all of them oh feller Ooh, I gosh, can't yeah, do it know.
1: guys gotta like rob a bank or something or resort to a life of crime just to pay for all these games Ben
0: yeah it's uh well oh yeah <laughs> I guess that would be very I saw what you did there and I just
1: barely you just about missed it there you
0: just... I almost missed it alright well one, ben. you know what Jeff we don't have to resort to crime in real life when we can just play it On our video game consoles. I'm just saying. We don't got to do that.
1: Oh, thank goodness for that, Ben. Well, let's talk about them in this week's Battle of the Ages. (laughs) All right, it's time for Battle of the Ages, our weekly top five video game countdown with a twist. I'm old and Ben's young, so Ben's only picking from games that came out after the year 2000. I'm picking from games that only came out before the year 2000. This week, the topic that we've chosen is top five crime games. Now, uh, I, I don't know, Ben, I I have some games where you might be committing crimes, some games where you might be trying to stop crimes. Just, uh, I just, yeah, if the game featured crime as sort of a central plot element, then I figured it was good to go. So
0: fair enough. I kind of went more with like, you are the criminal, but it's, uh, I'm not super like picky about it. As long as it's got like, you know, you're stopping a bad guy or a bad guy central to this plot, then it's all good.
1: I was kind of hoping to do that, but I couldn't really find.
0: Five. Yeah, you got you, you definitely had a much harder time than I did. Because, you know, as video game worlds expand, you have a lot more options.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and games nowadays. Yeah, I don't know the storytelling and stuff in gaming has become more mature to where, yeah, now they will show you, you know, the perspective of the, the criminal or, or whatever. So uh, but uh yeah, yeah, definitely, there's no shortage of crimes in video games i mean just about every game features a crime of some kind you know like certainly a a good chunk of them you know like even something like i don't know crash bandicoot or something like that it's like the mad scientist is i don't know abducting animals or whatever he's doing you know that's, that's a crime
0: yeah i guess that's fair uh, but you know, I, I tried to, you know, in, now general, yeah. Actually, when, no. That when you've make been it.
1: leading the whole race in Mario Kart and then somebody hits you with a blue shell, that right is a game. crime.
0: Yes, that is that is honestly criminal activity. Because I'm I'm feeling like you're rigging the damn game. But that's besides the point.
1: Yeah, I di- I didn't get too cutesy with it oh, as far yeah. as that. I didn't be like, oh, E.T. because it's a crime against video games or something like no, that. No, it's like a that.
0: crime against Homeland Security. Duh, because he's <laughs> coming down from space and they're totally hiding the fact that there are aliens amongst us i meant like
1: the fact that the game was so bad
0: well that too but i just mean more like literally the plot of et is like yeah
1: they're harboring an extraterrestrial you don't know what kind of diseases that creature might be carrying he might have some super space flu that'll wipe out the entire human race and you're just gonna keep him in your closet come on elliot
0: nah bro he's just addicted to reese's pieces so he doesn't know what the hell he's doing
1: that's true yeah i guess he can't can't blame him, man. It's a disease. that Rhesus addiction, man.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not really into Reese's pieces at all. So I'm just going to move on to my number five pick. And this one was very much on, almost on your side of the fence. But it was, it released in North America uh, in 2000. And I just thought it was interesting as a concept. And this game is called Fast Food Tycoon. And in Europe, it's known as Pizza Syndicate, if that can kind of hint towards what this game is really about. Yeah, that makes
1: more sense as a crime game. I was going to say, like, Pizza Tycoon, that sounds just like a restaurant building simulator.
0: Well, it is. It's basically, you know, just like a pizza restaurant simulator. Essentially, uh, there's, like, all sorts of, like, different traits and experience uh, that you can kind of tweak to make this game either easier or harder for you. So, you know, it's just like any other simulator game but this one actually has a very interesting mode called syndicate mode or the syndicate theme where basically the manager which is you you use the mafia to you know enhance your business so you can make your own syndicate or you can join an already established one and basically you know you just act as a mafia guy uh who's using the pizza store as a front which i I think that's kind of cool honestly just like this is a simulator game, but here's a separate mode where you can be a complete dick. <laughs> um, however, if you're killed during like this mode, the simulation is like over. So like you can actually get killed in a pizza simulation game. I never thought this was possible, but here it is. This game has made it happen. I haven't played this. I just thought it sounded cool as hell, and I kind of want to try it because I've just been hooked to Mafia games since I was like a teenager, so... This shit sounds right up my alley. I thought it was cool as hell. It's unique. And it's actually a concept that should totally come back. You know, just like a cutesy little game that gets like another separate, like crazy, uh, violent mode. So yeah, Fast Food Tycoon is number five. Put that in like
1: Roller Coaster Tycoon and stuff to where you're like shaking down other amusement park owners and sabotaging their rides and stuff. Put it in like Cooking Mama or something like yeah. that. Any of these kind yeah. of little sim games like that. Yeah, put it in The Sims. Huh? The Sims. Mafia. I feel
0: like there's probably definitely like a Sims mode where you can play as a mafia guy, <laughs> but I haven't seen it. I'm not super into The Sims, but uh, there's been a couple games I really liked, but that's, that's a topic for another time. Jeff, what's your number five?
1: All right, well, uh, I'll move this one to number five since it kind of lines up with yours, Ben. Speaking of syndicates, my number five is Syndicate. (laughs) Wait, wait, the
0: game is called Syndicate? It's called Syndicate uh, from
1: 1993. Okay. Yeah, this is uh, developed by Bullfrog Productions, published by Electronic Arts. Um, And this is like, it's an isometric yeah kind of three quarters view uh turn based strategy game except it's not like most strategy games you're not controlling a big army with all these different units. you only have up to four different guys that you can control and basically the the story is that you're you're basically you're in charge of this company it's in the future about almost a hundred years in the future, and it's you know everything of course is gone totally dystopian these giant mega corporations have kind of taken over the governments of the world to where everything is now just run by these corporations and somebody has invented this kind of mind control chip this microchip that you implant in people and it basically makes them docile and you know can can uh, you know uh alter their minds and make them hallucinate whatever you want them to or kind of makes them your slaves almost too so um there's you know all these corporations are basically fighting to take over the the monopoly on producing these these brain controlling microchips and yeah you control your company and yeah you have these four cyborg agents that you can send out on missions and you can like sabotage the other guys or steal their tech or, you know, brainwash the people to join your company and things like that. All these different mechanics and things that you can do in it. Um, just, yeah, it's very, you know, diverse kind of gameplay to it. Um, you know, there's gun gun battles and things like that and combat as well. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's, it's kind of a cool game. I, I never actually played this one, but looking back, it, it looks kind of cool. I wouldn't mind checking it out and there's been uh, remakes uh, about 10 years ago uh on playstation and things like that that you might be able to check out um yeah it's, it's i don't know if you know about like XCOM uh, games like that these days seem- oh no
0: just- trust me i i know about XCOM because there's like a mafia themed XCOM too so
1: oh there you go yeah so this is i think similar style to that um but yeah syndicate yeah it's basically a cor- corporate
0: crime ben mm, sweet yeah i know there was like a remake or like a reimagining they did in 2012 i didn't get the chance to check it out but i think that's where i kind of recognize the name but yeah the game looks cool it almost looks like uh the original fallout games in that like isometric look and it, i don't know i think the colors are very dystopian if you can make that a point against it or for it, <laughs> yeah, maybe cool.
1: maybe a bit drab looking or something like that. I th- well, I
0: mean, that's I think that's kind of the idea yeah, they wanted I mean, to, that's, you know.
1: That's the future where everything is yeah dark and you know it's all just these these big corporations in control of everything. So you know there's no individuality or freedom or anything like that. So yeah, it's a dystopian future. So they're going for that vibe. But yeah, it looks like a cool kind of. Cool game and interesting take on the strategy strategy genre.
0: Yeah, sick. All right, uh, I guess let's move on to number four. All right, buddy, what's your number cool. four? All right, my number four game is probably the most colorful out of all the games we'll most likely talk about, considering that most crime games, they try to make it, you know, very, you know, dark and mysterious and almost like uh, film noir but in the sense that it's like a dark theme and usually the colors aren't so vibrant. But this game is crazy as hell. It's super neon, very 80s. I'm talking about Hotline Miami.
1: Yeah, uh, I kind of thought you'd have this one on your on your list and it's a good choice. It's a bit of a retro style game, you'd say.
0: Oh, well, yeah. I mean, it has that kind of like uh, pixel art look to it. Essentially, you play as this unnamed guy, Uh, most fans call him Jacket, but essentially your protagonist, his job is essentially to commit a bunch of massacres against the Russian mafia. Now, is there any reasoning right away as to why this is? Not exactly, but, uh, you know, he's basically a guy who needs to survive and i assume that this is his way to survive yeah, by you, you know doing some crazy s-
1: when you're a soldier in these criminal mobs you don't ask questions ben you don't ask why when they tell you to jump you just ask how high so if they if they tell you to go whack a bunch of russian mobsters you don't ask why you just just you just go do it buddy you just whip whip out like whip out your gat <laughs>
0: Okay, I mean, it's not that serious. Well, I mean, the amount of blood in this game is pretty serious. For a game that looks like it could be on your Nintendo or your Super Nintendo, it's bloody as hell. Like, it's almost like you should not play this game if you are very prone to getting sick easily, if you don't like blood, or if you have epilepsy. Because this game has got like some crazy flashes, the colors are like ridiculous. It's like this game is like a shock to the eyes, but it's also really fun, and it's just almost—it's almost like a top-down tactical shooter, if that makes sense. Because you have to kind of think about what you're doing before you do it. Like you can see the—you can like lean over to see like where your enemies are, and you gotta have to strategize how you're gonna kill them. So I think it's kind of cool. And besides, you're committing crimes. You're killing literal mobsters, and I'm—I'm I'm almost certain that murder is a crime. So. Hotline Miami is coming in at number four.
1: Yeah, it's it's a good choice. Yeah, it's just a, a pretty crazy, frenetic, action-packed game with tons of violence and blood and gore. But, you know, it's all pretty cartoonish. It is that, you know, almost 8-bit pixel art style. So it's not, uh, not too graphic or anything like that. But, yeah, yeah, I never checked out Hotline Miami. I heard a lot of people saying good things about it
0: uh no you should yeah i'd say check it out you can get it for
1: a game that i i love the most but you know it looks like a a pretty good one so yeah Yeah, i I mean check check
0: it out out. it's like you know it's one of those games that just it's a very interesting concept and Mm -hmm. i mean don't be put off by the art style uh you know it's just it's just a way to present the game oh yeah i'm not
1: not put off by the art style or the violence or that's that's not my problem it's just that type of action top-down shooter game, it's not, 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 not necessarily my favorite or anything, not that I've played tons of them or anything, so this one might really catch my eye or something, but, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a cool choice, definitely a cool-looking game with, you know, that, oh, you know, kind of that retro Miami Vice, kind of lots of neon colors and stuff, that, that 80s style that I do like, so, yeah, it it's, it's, looks cool, and it's a good choice for a crime game list, Ben. So, good one. All right, my number four. Uh, what have I got? Oh, yeah, all right. this was going to be my number five, but I switched it up. So, uh, this one came out in 1994, uh, developed by a company called Access Software uh, for home computers and stuff. It was uh, the third in a series, but this was the biggest and best and most well-known of the series. It's called Under a Killing Moon okay under under a killing moon and you play as a private detective named tex murphy and you're you know it's it's uh, actually the twist is that it's set again in the future uh this time in 2042 in san francisco and world war three has taken place so everything is kind of being destroyed by nuclear war and everything like that and now there's all these like mutants and stuff running around and they're kind of being oppressed by the normals and stuff like that and you know it's kind of got a bit of a sci-fi plot twist to it and stuff but basically it's it's a a kind of an old gumshoe story and you play as this yeah as i said tex murphy a private detective and he's kind of you know, he's just gotten divorced, he just can't get any work, he's running out of money, he lives in this, you know, run-down, crappy apartment building and stuff like that. You know, it's a, the trope of, you know, the the grizzled old, you know, beat-down private detective and everything like that. Um, But uh, yeah, so you start off and you just kind of got to take these kind of little shitty jobs, you know, solving these like burglaries and things like that. But then your reputation starts to grow and you get a call from this mysterious lady, and she wants you to solve a mystery of a missing statue. But then uh, the plot thickens and it turns out there's a secret cult and. Again, there's all the mutants and I'm uh, not going to recap the whole thing or uh, get into it because it's not that fascinating or anything. But what, the, actually, the most interesting thing about this game was that it was one of the first full 3D games uh, and especially like a, for a point and click adventure. Uh, you played the whole thing like uh, first person. Uh, so and you could like look all around under things which you know was new for this type of game and games in general um really kind of you know uh, was one of the first you know 3d graphics heavy games out there and stuff and so it was noteworthy for that um yeah it it was a pretty good game you know had some uh full motion video sequences and voice dialogue voice acting that was pretty good and things like that so yeah under a killing moon i remember this game was actually pretty good and yeah like at the time it was pretty stunning to see you know 3d environments and stuff like that come to this kind of game so under a killing moon
0: sweet i can't fault you for this one i think it sounds pretty cool i might check that out for sure yeah
1: i don't think they re i heard they re-released it on good old games several years ago or something like that but other than that there hasn't really been remakes or you know this series has kind of died I, I don't know if this was the last one in the series or not honestly i know it was the third but i don't know if they made it anymore after that so um but anyway yeah uh check it out if you're into
0: this kind of retro point-and-click adventures sweet all right, we're moving on to number three, and my number three pick is probably the first kind of fully realized Western adventure. It's sequels coming out this year. Red Dead Redemption coming in at number three for me. I mean, come on. It's just so damn cool to ride around the Wild West on your horse, you know, just being that super cool cowboy John Marston uh, taking out laws and you know, taking names or killing outlaws and taking names. You know, he's doing it all. He's got it going on. I well, mean, no, if it I just... call this a crime game, Ben. I mean, but, he can uh, commit a lot of crimes. I'm just saying.
1: Well, he's yeah, but he's kind. of... That's the whole thing about it. Is Red Dead Redemption is that he used to be a criminal and now he's not. So he kind of does you're not supposed to commit crimes like you still can. in those kind of open world games, you can do whatever you want and. then it'll still end up being a good guy in the end counter to anyway. But, you know, well, I mean, you know, I mean, as far as crime games, there's I think a lot other ones that are. Yes. And we will talk
0: about those. Of course we will.
1: Than Red Dead Redemption. I think maybe the new Red Dead Redemption 2 might be more crime focused because this is that's, you know, back. He's focusing back on like the gang that John was in before Red Dead Redemption.
0: Well, what if I told you that this may or may not be an excuse to talk about Red Dead Redemption? Because it's a goddamn good game, and there are crimes you can commit in this game.
1: It's true, yeah. I mean, that's true. Like I say, it's an open world game, uh, yeah. so you, there's a lot yeah. of different things you can do, and a lot of them you consider crimes. So.
0: I won't fall. Yeah, I trust me. The next two are definitely crime yeah, I, oriented.
1: Okay, yeah, I believe that, but yeah, I don't know. I feel like yeah, you're missing out on something that would have been better. But yeah, it does let us talk about Red Dead 2, which is coming out this fall and that that one I think looks maybe like more you are more of a criminal or part of this criminal gang getting up to like heists and bank robberies and train robberies and stuff like so, that.
0: So what we'll say here is that my pick right now is Red Dead Redemption But after this fall, the pick might be Red Dead Redemption 2. I'm just saying. So we'll say that Cowboy open world games coming in at number three, where you can commit all sorts of crimes if you want to.
1: There we go. Yeah, here. Yeah. So if you're listening for people that are maybe if you're listening to this like a year from when we were. Well, hold on. Let's not make that. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Remember Red Dead Redemption 2, Ben? Oh, that was such a good game. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah, definitely a good choice for your for your list there, Ben. Yeah, that old game, Red Dead Redemption Two, that came out last year. Hey,
0: huh? that way when, <laughs> that way when <laughs> they listen
1: to it a year from now, it'll make sense. It'll seem right. We'll seem super smart.
0: I guess, maybe. Who knows? All right, what's your number three? Uh, what do you have to go up in a high noon draw? against red dead redemption bro you gotta have something uh, good
1: i do have something good it's a whole series of good games ben okay and again, All right. there's some more point and click adventures which you know i love uh these were some good ones made by sierra back in the 80s and early 90s uh i'm talking about police quest and especially the first three after that they kind of changed the series a bit but uh the first 3 for sure were awesome classic sierra style uh you know we call them point and click but it was actually you know typing in verbs and stuff like that in the earlier ones anyway this one yeah is you know there there were of course you know, you've heard of king's quest space quest quest for glory all the quest games and stuff that were that were all that sort of similar style. Leisure Suit Larry was another example of these kind of games. This was the Police Quest series Ben. And yeah, it's basically that style of game, except you play as a policeman. Uh in the first three at least you play as uh as uh, a character named Sonny Bonds. And yeah, you start off it says you're like a fifteen year veteran of the Force, but for some reason you're you start off as like this traffic cop. And you're basically, you know, writing tickets and things like that. And starts off, you, you're you investigating this car crash that turns out to be a murder and stuff. And you solve it. And so you get to, you kind of work your way up the ranks of the police force up and through narcotics and undercover and eventually up to homicide and, and things like that. And then you have to f- solve the case of the Death Angel, and you know it's the whole story of the, of that but uh you know what was kind of interesting is that this is games they were a lot more serious than a lot of the other sierra games which were more comedies uh these ones were were you know kind of more serious more dramatic with some like violence and things like that and more mature themes especially as the series went on um and and uh, and it was also the you know, like a lot of the game was Like they kind of consulted with the police and stuff so that you had to follow like correct procedure and call for backup and make sure your gun was clean and in good working order. All these sort of like little mundane almost tasks that you have to do as as, you know following the correct order and stuff otherwise you'd screw up and fail. Um, but yeah, they were cool, good mysteries as far as, you know, solving the the ultimate murder mysteries and things like that. And it was an ongoing story where, you know, recurring characters and things like that, that would come back. So you kind of got attached to the the people in this series and really became quite immersive. And as I said, after the first three, they kind of, they changed, they got a new guy in charge and... And, and you know, they started working with uh, Daryl Gates, who was the chief of the L.A. police after that. And I don't know, they kind of changed the series a bit and just the tone of it wasn't quite the same. But um, but yeah, at least the first three for sure are awesome. Police Quest.
0: I can't fault you for Police Quest. I know you've mentioned it a lot before, but.
1: Yeah, all these quest, all the Sierra Quest games I've I've talked about. Numerous times, but they're always good. And, you know, there's so many of them and they're so varied that that they fit on a lot of lists and things like that. So anyway, that's, yeah, Police Quest number three.
0: Sweet. All right. We're going into number two. And what better place to put this game than at number two? Because it's the second game in this series. It is very much crime oriented because it's another wonderful mafioso game. That's right. Mafia 2 coming in at number two. I mean, I love Mafia 2. It's probably my favorite Mafia game. It, it, I would say yes. It's definitely my favorite Mafia game. It's probably like one of my favorite games of all time. And I feel like this is just kind of like the essence of what it was like to be a Mafioso in the 50s and 60s. And, you know, it's just a great, wonderful game. Have you have you played it? I don't know if we've nah, talked about it a whole no, lot. yeah,
1: you, you definitely brought this game up many times before no i never played mafia 2 i just got mafia 3 though oh yeah i haven't played that one but uh maybe i won't then if mafia 2 is the good one what i mean what's wrong there there are characters
0: in mafia 2 that show up in mafia 3 which is kind of cool i was very excited about that especially when they announced it uh back in 2016 but yeah i mean with mafia 2 what i like so much about it is that it's you know it's a very Essentially, the story kind of sets itself up. He plays this guy named Vito Scaletta. His parents are immigrants from Italy. He is then drafted to go to war, Second World War. He helps, uh, he helps fight against the Italians uh, and then basically comes back and is almost forced to kind of work like his father did, you know, down at the shipyards, you know, making absolutely no money at all. And he kind of realizes that, you know, an honest life is probably not exactly going to make him a whole bunch of money. And then his best friend, Joe Barbaro, meanwhile, is getting in with the mafia and is making all sorts of money, having all sorts of women all over him, and it almost seems idyllic. So Vito decides to follow his friend into hell, into the gates of hell, and become a mafioso. I mean, that's just basically the setup. There's obviously all sorts of crazy stuff. I don't want to give it away because it's a good freaking game. The story is awesome. And, you know, it's just cool seeing, like, all these awesome 50s cars and lifestyles and outfits and houses, all this cool stuff. It's just reimagined in a nice open open world game. It is kind of paced a little bit weirdly because you kind of keep all the stuff you do, but it's not really open world because the game is basically split up into different chapters. So you'll have like different objectives and like some side quests you can do, but it's mostly like, here is this objective. You got to do it. And then there's like maybe some extra stuff, but it's mostly like, chapter to chapter. So that is kind of, it is feels a little bit different, but story-wise, this shit's A+, Mafia 2 coming in at number two.
1: Yeah, I've heard, I've heard good things about it from other people in YouTube, but my question is, Ben, why do you hate Mafia 3 so much?
0: No, I don't hate Mafia 3. I like Mafia 3. It does basically feel like almost any other open-world game. I, I like the chapter pacing of Mafia 2, and I do like the way they, they change that, From Mafia 2 to Mafia 3. I just feel like Mafia 2 is a stronger story game than Mafia 3.
1: Alright, I was just busting your balls there. Um, Yeah, I might check out the Mafia series here.
0: Yeah, the second one's really good. The third one's still pretty good. The first one is a little janky. And I haven't played a whole lot of it, but I had, I bought it on Xbox and it's, it's not good. I got it on PC, so I'm going to try it and see what that's like.
1: That one might need like a, or an update or a a re a remake or something to, to bring that one up to modern standards. So, but uh, yep, mafia, I knew you were going to have that on your list there. I was thinking about trying the mafia three so I could give you my thoughts on it, but I didn't have a chance yet um uh, but uh yeah i might might look into that one too mafia Jeez man what what is your obsession with the mafia now i'm worried that this secret project that you're working on is like you're gonna end up with us working for the mob or something
0: nah bro the mob's dead as hell the, i know that because the, i had i wrote a like an, an essay in high school about the, the mafia what the, the, i
1: just want to say ben's statements here do not necessarily reflect my own feelings uh okay all
0: right you're you're okay listen you'll be safe you're fine they're not going to come after you nothing
1: but respect for those those fine upstanding businessmen who have done so much for our country uh i just want you to know i mean if there's any disrespect being sent your way it is from ben people don't know what we look like so make sure you get the young guy (laughs) <laughs> just look for the young one. <laughs> don't don't come after me. All right. All right, my number 2, Ben. Ah, oh, my number 2 is so much better. Uh my game is uh came out in 1981, Ben. This is the oldest game I've got on my list from Data East and published by Taito in uh, North America. Uh I played it on the Intellivision, but it was also on the Atari and the arcades and and a uh, couple home computers and things like that. I'm talking about Lock and Chase.
0: Okay. Lock and Chase. Um, oh, oh, so it's not lock and it's lock and lock chase. Chase,
1: yeah, lock and chase. Um, and yeah, this is basically a Pac-Man clone. Uh, oh, um, okay. Yeah, you play as this. You play as a thief, and you got to run around this maze, and there are these four little policemen that are chasing after you. Very similar to the way the ghosts in Pac-Man would chase you. And yeah, you're going to collect all the dots in the maze uh, to try to get uh, all the points and then escape out the exit at the end without getting caught by any of the police. Uh, There'll be like money bags that'll appear randomly around and then every once in a while, a big treasure item would... would, A big ticket item would appear in the middle of the screen that you can try to get. Uh, And yeah, it's basically pac-man with the the twist that you had there are these doors that you can open and close to like kind of block the way behind you and you have to be careful that you don't get blocked in and things like that so it adds a little different element of strategy to it um but yeah other than that it's basically pac-man and uh but yeah it was actually it was really fun well made controlled well You know, of course, very simple graphics and sounds and everything, but for the time, they were all fun and enjoyable. Uh, Yeah, I just have fond memories of this one from my childhood, playing this on the Intellivision and, you know, kind of a good arcade-type experience at home. Lock and chase, Ben.
0: That's it sounds game. very interesting and, I think it's, you know, due for a, I feel like this should be, you know, the game that made it all the way through the years. Not Pac-Man. Who cares about Pac-Man?
1: Yeah, really, yeah. Who wants to play as this little yellow dot when you can play this, like, robber, thief guy that's running around snatching up coins and things like that. It actually, it was fun. They're both fun, but yeah, I like lock and chase myself. Lock and chase they should do like a they should do a gritty like 3d open world reboot of lock and chase hey eh? i don't know how you would do it but <clears throat> i don't know i could see it i guess though so, you know you run around and then you have kind of like a Fortnite ability to build stuff and build barriers and hiding places and stuff i don't know that could work
0: yeah it could be interesting i mean even like maybe something like uh you have like Uh, something on the switch like you have like on the TV you have like the the cops are you know running around on the TV and then the robbers use the switch or something I don't know or like the little gamepad that could be cool but anyway lock and chase we're going to lock it up for now because we got to move on to number one Uh, yeah we got to move on we're moving on to number one this is probably uh, one of the best open world games of all time if you haven't played it play it I'm just telling you this shit's awesome and you commit all sorts of crimes it's probably i would say it's probably my favorite grand theft auto game and it's very easy to see why if you played it grand theft auto san andreas coming in at number one i mean you know as a story it's really good i feel like it's really cool that you know cj comes back to grove street only to be kind of hit with his circumstances once more that he has to basically you know commit crime and you know act like everybody else you know like a he has to be basically a gangbanger, you know. Has to kind of like you know move his way up by you know doing what he av- tried to avoid by moving away to Liberty City. Now he has to come back and live that life he never wanted to live, but it's the only way that he can make it out of his situation. So I thought that was super cool. And you know, in general, it's just a sweet Grand Theft Auto game. You can do all sorts of crazy shit. Yeah, it's Grand yeah, Theft Auto.
1: I, you, yeah, you could have basically the whole Grand Theft Auto series. The whole thing is basically about doing crimes and being a criminal that is basically that's you know i'm glad you had this on because when you put red dead on i was like oh geez, is he gonna have the balls to put two rockstar games on his list like that and i
0: do have the balls ladies and yes. gentlemen false proof here again <laughs> with his set of balls all yeah. right but i mean yeah i mean what is there to say about
1: grand theft auto everybody knows that it's the biggest game series of all time grand theft auto 5 is like the biggest they say it's the biggest entertainment like the biggest selling entertainment piece of entertainment thing of all time like it's made more money than star wars more money than the avengers like more people like it's it's unreal how how big gta 5 still is and
0: yeah i mean what helps is that it has online play and i mean gta online is fun as hell but i feel like it's just not as strong of a story as san andreas and i mean like everybody wants them to remake san andreas because it looks it looks pretty okay but you know it's definitely showing some age at this point in time like 2005 graphics it was stellar in 2018 it's not looking so hot yeah
1: some of these games don't age particularly well with the with the 3D graphics and things like that, but yeah, uh, yeah, it, uh, San Andreas was a, was a fun one, and it was kind of, yeah, it was kind of a cool story of that guy kind of being forced into a life of crime, and trying to, you know, keep your head above water, not get in too deep, and all that sort of stuff, lots of drama there, and yeah, of course, the Grand Theft Auto, just nothing but crime, so yeah, good thing you had that on there and yeah yeah that's the granddaddy i think of crime games so that's a good place to to leave it there um just my number one to finish it off then ben not quite as a popular series uh only two games in this series but uh still a pretty good one one of my favorites from my kid for when i was a kid and i probably talked about it here before this is called deja vu and deja vu 2 lost in las vegas uh the yeah these were developed by icom simulations they also made uh uninvited and shadowgate and this was that similar this was point and click adventure at its you know at its most uh uh i, I don't know this was the definition of point and click adventure and yeah basically in both games, you you play as this, uh, again, stereotypical 1940s hard-boiled private detective named uh, Ace Harding, Uh, yeah, you, and so yeah, it's set in Chicago, and the first one, you wake up in like this bathroom stall in a bar, and you can't remember how you got there, or what happened, and then you find a dead body in the office upstairs, and you're, And, of course, you're going to get framed for the murder because you're the only one there. And so you got to, you know, find the clues and then solve, you know, clear your name while avoiding police and mafia guys and all these bad guys that are also out to get you and everything. Um, Yeah, it was cool. It was, you know, you can it was it was an open world, but it was like there were different locations that you could travel to by taxi. And you didn't necessarily have to do them in the same order and stuff like that. You know, you could go to any of these locations pretty much at any time. And you're trying to find the clues, and make everything fit together to further the story. And then in the second one, Lost in Las Vegas, the same sort of thing, except set in Las Vegas. You get framed for stealing all this money from this mob boss. And you've got to find, get money to replace it and clear your name. All the while avoiding, again, all the pitfalls and bad guys that are out to get you and yeah lots of ways you could die in these games and and fail at the at the at the game but uh, yeah still are really fun some cool puzzles and you know just kind of that neat 40s noir setting to it and everything and yeah i love these type of games these were some of the best ones deja vu and deja vu too, Ben.
0: i like the rhyming scheme on that one deja vu too Electric Boogaloo, perhaps.
1: (laughs) There you go. Yeah. Lots of good crime games. Lots of other ones that we could have put on the list, too, of course. Uh, You know, from your era, I was thinking like Payday, The Heist would have been a good one. Um, Of course, LA Noir could have been on there. Oh, God. I mean, it never never ends. The the amount of crime. It
0: never ends, bro. Because, you know, it's just an easy thing to write for you know just the struggle of being a criminal you know
1: why ben because crime never ends i
0: thought you're gonna say crime doesn't pay but as we've seen it pays very pay, well
1: crime doesn't sleep crime doesn't do a lot of stuff man
0: yeah i guess that's very true but honestly jeff i think we got to pick five games that are like cream of the crop what would you pick out of these ten
1: uh, oh uh, just erased yours. Um, I'm going to pick, uh, for mine, I'll pick Police Quest, Deja Vu, and Lock and Chase. For yours, I will pick Grand Theft Auto and Hotline Miami.
0: Okay, cool, cool, cool. I think for me, I would probably go with, I, I just think this is cool as hell. Fast Food Tycoon, Hotline Miami, Police Quest, yeah. Mm, pol- mm, yeah, no, I'd go Deja Vu, Mafia 2, San Andreas.
1: All right, cool, cool. Yeah, lots of, if you're, you know, in the mood to commit a crime, why don't you go grab one of these games and do it virtually. That way you don't get in any real trouble. That's the nice thing about these games is that you can kind of live that kind of criminal fantasy and uh, without, you know, hurting anybody or getting in any real trouble, so...
0: Very true. You know, you wouldn't download a car, so why download illegal movies, Jeff? Oh, I would download a car so fast. Honestly, oh, like, wh- who thought that was, like, a who good advertising Who
1: wouldn't download a car? Thing?
0: Who thought that was good for marketing? It's like, you wouldn't download a car. Bitch, hell yeah, I would download a freaking car. It doesn't matter if the thing craps out after, like, you know, three months. Yeah, I got a free, car, a free car for car. three months, and then you I would, can go back up. I can go back on LimeWire and download a car. Get
1: another one, man. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, That was that was definitely a failure. Yeah. And they still haven't come up with a good anti-pirating campaign yet
0: there, you know. I think they Yeah, I think they got it pretty good right now, where it's like, oh, you can pirate it, but you're gonna probably wind up with a bunch of ads, a shit ton of malware, and the quality's probably gonna suck. How about you just pay like five to ten bucks? Uh, a month for all these different movies or all these different songs or whatever yeah Yeah, and get it in the highest quality you want
1: that is the model it's kind of being shown to work that if you offer the people what they want at a reasonable price they will pay for it rather than stealing it because yeah there are definitely drawbacks and risks involved with downloading these kind of cracked files on the internet and things like that so yeah definitely man yeah oh it's a whole whole new world of crime banned the cyber
0: well maybe honestly i probably should have just put watchdogs on the damn list that's
1: just that's just what popped into my head when i said that too is for cyber crimes and things i think like we that, could yeah.
0: bring this list back i think there's probably still but some I, more games probably, yeah yeah but i honestly i think if we were to do it it'd probably be like maybe like a video or something and i'd let you actually like pick games from both eras because it's just not fair there's so too I'm many too damn too good many crime games in my era
1: yeah yeah there's a ton across across the years there yeah crime definitely a. Uh, a recurring theme in, in video games and entertainment in general.
0: So just remember, kids, crime doesn't pay unless you write a story about crime and put it in a video game. Then it will most likely, definitely pay.
1: Yeah, unless you're Rockstar Games, in which case you'll be billionaires.
0: Very true. All right. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of the Battle of the Ages podcast. We'll be back at some point in the future because this battle might be over, but the fighting never stops. So yeah, come back next time for another Battle of the Ages.